I feel like everything that I could have ever said, everything that I could have ever done, everything that I could have ever given, in the space of life that I was in, I did. Okay. Fair enough. And we can leave it there. You want to leave it on? Yeah. Okay, well, fuck it. <laughs> Wait, what? No, nothing. Yeah, that's that's some real shit. That's real life. And I stand by that, and I mean that, and that's not even on no bragging shit. Because there are... Bro, this is Project Paragon. <laughs> yeah, welcome back to Project Paragon Season 3, Episode 2. No, we were just we were having just a very deep in-depth conversation that even though we said we were starting, <laughs> just didn't stop. So that's why I, you, won't, you no, won't leave it. No, you can most definitely leave it because like this is my letter. How about that? Ah, uh, like not even a letter to these nuts. You hear me, nigga? Wow, <laughs> nigga. Wow, it's the testosterone. Nuts, nuts, nigga. Now, thank Yo. you. Because now you know, because I told you the story earlier. I know, that's how you really feel. That's how you want to say, but, drop these nuts on this nigga forehead. But in, all, <laughs> but in all honesty, in all honesty, in that period of my life, oh, in that period of my life, we were best friends. Together, year and a half, two years, not together. Engaged, wedding call though, therapy, like, like and I'm only 25. I'm only 25. Miscarriages, mamas, brothers, houses. We being real. We being real. You asked me earlier if I wanted to be vulnerable. I could have told the whole story, but here we go. But welcome back. This is Project Paracon. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get it together, people. We're going to get it together. All right. I'm your host, Ronnie, a.k.a. Monster in a Tight Shirt, a.k.a. Cocoa Butter Guy. A.K.A. Your Bitch's Bestie, A.K.A. Ghetto Gordon, A.K.A. Sequoia Poppy, A.K.A. I'm, I'm going to drop that one. I'm sorry. That, I didn't laugh at you. I laughed at some. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> A.K.A. Mr. This Dick Ain't Free. And with me as always. What's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. Um... Racy here. Baby Beulah in the building. Get it together. Baby Beulah in the building. Um, some of y'all know me as Racy. Some of y'all know me as Project. Some of y'all know me as the Project Princess. Um, shout out to Jocelyn Hernandez. Y'all gotta watch that cabaret shit. That is wild. I'm gonna subscribe to Zeus. But anyway. That is wild. Worth it. But um, that's why I had to say it like that. It probably wasn't great. But um, the Ghetto Fabulous Princess Two Snaps. Madame Medusa. Bugs Honey, <laughs> Lil Jiggle. What's up, guys? And with us this week, we have a returning guest and one of our best friends. Woo-hoo. Come on. Hey, people. What's going on? It is Leland, also known as Demigod yeah. himself. Uh, yeah, just a light spreader. Here to have fun, share yes. love, and light to the world. He don't want to be slaying my locks. But I anyway. love the fact that we have like <laughs> special featured guests like yeah. Leland, returning, Davion. returning real fucking practice. Yeah. But if this is your first no time listening, on. this is a podcast where we do believe mental health is wealth, where substance is sexy, and we're just here to establish a platform of mutual understanding and healthy conversation. Absolutely. While uplifting small businesses and shit. Yeah. You know. All that shit. Come all on. that shit. That's what it's all about. Absolutely. We make you question why you don't question the things that you, <laughs> you should. should. Talk that shit. You remember I told you she'd rather repeat that 
dumb yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I meant yeah, yeah. that. I meant that. We make you question why you don't question the things you should question. And we are back. Absolutely. We have, as that little like t- end ass end of a conversation have shown, it's been. We do a lot of heavy conversations today. Yeah. Quarter life crisis. <laughs> this week's episode in general will be. Crazy you know, have reached her quarter life crisis. Right? <laughs> <laughs> welcome to. Yeah. We, we were fucking with it earlier talking about welcome to adulthood. But <laughs> adulthood isn't automatically associated with the, like turmoil and right, like, right, right. you know, struggle and shit like that. But it's a huge part of growing up when I'm you sure realize, like, hey. Guys. Yeah, it's like, hey, I'm. I'm time we've been here, a lot has been changing, a lot has been shifting. So, yeah. But it isn't all bad. You know, everything that I've been doing is all bad. I had oh, right, you that right? <laughs> no good. It's all bad. And, and I, I just want to confess it. But no, like, it ain't all bad. It's just life. And that's what I'm learning. And that's why, like, I was saying earlier, like, not on a prideful tip, everything that I could have given in those years of my life, I do believe I gave. I was not perfect, but I do know what I could give. I did my best to give it, and so you know, what is it, case that That's so fine. I, you learn the lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Like 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 to these nuts, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's behind the, the true meaning of it. Oh, but you know, I, like I said, you know, I've been working on becoming Zen racy because it's just like. Even though you don't like people's opinions all the time or you don't like their answers all the time or you don't like their feelings all the time, just like you're entitled and your feelings and everything are invalidated, as is the other person on the other side of that conversation. So when somebody tells you they don't want to continue something or they don't want to pursue something, yes, it may hurt you, but they got to do what they got to do for them. And if that's what you're saying, that's fair. Alright. Fair enough. Spring a little pixie dust on that shit. Do you hear me? Tinkle walked through the bit. Right? But if you guys, another thing, Mendez gonna fucking, he gonna text me and talk shit. If you guys listen on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave a review, leave a comment, let us know how we're doing. Email yeah. us. I'm gonna get us to do this in the beginning. Email us at Project Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> no, being a, being a good friend comes first. Yeah. At the end of the day, eat my dick. But. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's even an open invite to a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful, my guy. Watch it. <laughs> careful. What, what did he say? Careful. Got people knocking at your door. I don't careful. need that. <laughs> you can email us at projectparagonpodcast at gmail.com. You can yeah. contact myself at on Instagram at Monster and the Shirt. Racy at. This is Instagram? Yeah. Oh, Jiggle. J I G G L E E E. Period underscore jiggle. That's my Instagram. Bet. What's your Twitter? My Twitter is racy, R A C I underscore underscore. And mine is underscore Project Paragon or Kuroi Rokadenashi, which translates to Black Bastard in Japanese. Yes. Glory. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's get into the show. So this week's episode, I wanted to talk about trauma bonds mm. um, and some other shit. 
want to talk about trauma bonds. I want to talk about uh, responding to traumatic triggers as we move forward in life as for new relationships, new situations. <laughs> you know what Listen, that Listen, is. We, we, the thing about it is, yo, we, we have a GM together. So the three of us, we have a GM together. You know what I'm saying? And we already knew this would be the conversation. Hotels, A-T-A-U-X. Yes. Thank you, man. We already knew this would be like the topic of discussion, but these things hold a lot of weight in our Right, and, and then I also want to. Then at the, I want to wrap up things later with uh, talking about what is y'all's advice as far as unlearning toxic like habits and behaviors. Okay, I would say that what I just said earlier was one of them. Well, we're gonna, we're gonna we'll round get to it that. Down we're gonna but we're gonna start yeah. off with current events in the world that people probably should give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. Um, Kabul's sudden fall to Taliban in the U.S. era in Afghanistan. A takeover of the entire country was all but absolute in the Af- as the Afghan government collapsed and the U.S. rushed through a frenzied evacuation. Taliban fighters poured into the Afghan capital on Sunday amid scenes of panic and chaos, bringing a swift and shocking close to the Afghan government and the 20-year American era in the country. President... I don't want to fuck this guy's name, but... That guy. That's Pre- it. President Ashraf Ghani... President. Ashraf Ghani of Afghanistan fled the country, and a council of Afghan officials, including former President Hamid Karzai, said they would open negotiations with the Taliban over the shape of the insurgency's takeover. By days in, the insurgents had all but officially sealed their control of the entire country. The speed and violence of the Taliban sweep through the countryside and cities the previous week caught the American military and government flat-footed. Hastily arranged American military helicopters flights evacuated the sprawling American embassy compound in Kabul, ferrying, ferrying American diplomats and Afghan embassy workers to the Kabul military airport at the civilian airport next door or whatever. Anyway, the Taliban mm-hmm. has overthrown the government. <laughs> they back running their shit. Uh, so... The skinny of this, right? So what does this mean? So this ends America's occupying mm-hmm. of Afghanistan. And so a lot of people are going to say this is a good thing, it's a bad thing, right? I feel like it's a good thing because we, okay. we need to mind our fucking business. Per. Uh, we have no business over there trying to run a country that has expressed so much disdain and dislike for our involvement in their politics. Mm-hmm. And... In their government as a whole, but so I had this conversation today, and I'm really gonna use this. Uh, so, America, oh America! For one, we have to really understand. Yes, I get that we want to all be bright, shining stars. We want people to love, and we want to do this. But what you can't do is that you can't force love by violence. Like you really can't. There's no way to possibly do that. Um, so you kind of have to like really be the country that lead by example right. and then you offer you get what I'm saying I, would, I personally would have thought it would have been better if we would have offered something up to where like oh we can actually like get y'all citizenship in our country if you want this type of lifestyle but you can't technically I don't think you can well you can do whatever you want but I don't think you should infringe on any country that's their land. Right, That's their rules. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ultimately, at the end of the day, and if you feel like you want to be a helping hand, be that as in saying, hey, look, let me help you out by saying, here's your way out. Not necessarily let me go in on your territory and I'm going to fix... Baby, but what do is you this savior complex that we have in Do you think, do you, do you think the America? Taliban... you think that, the, like, if 
the evolution of the Taliban as such an aggressive force was more so brought on by the American occupancy. I, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like it built yeah. more because people just like, yo, let me, at, the end, okay, so at the end of the day, so I guess we started off like with a hot take on it, right? Where I'm happy America is, is finally out of that situation. It's horrible what's going on in that country, right? Mm-hmm. There are so many downfalls. At, at the end of the day, this is an extreme group. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they're brutal. They punish people. They, they're, they're super controlling and all this shit. But I think it was a time to take a step back overall. But this is still a very sad instance. Like, yeah. the entire country has been taken over by rebels. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. But, that's... I feel like if America had never been there in the first place, okay, so I guess, like, backstory, right? Who are the Taliban? Taliban arose in 1994 amid the turmoil that came after the withdrawal of Soviet forces from Afghanistan in 1989. They used brutal public punishments, including floggings, amputations, and mass executions to enforce their rules. Who are the Taliban leaders? These are the top leaders of the Taliban, men who have spent years in the run in hiding in jail and dodging American drones. They are emerging now from obscurity, but little is known about them or how they plan to govern. Wow. Yeah. So there's a bunch of links. So I love all this tidbit, because guys, yes, it's news for us all. This yeah. background is actually really right. good for all of us They're to actually understand it They're basically a very more. aggressive gang. Yeah. What happens to the women of, of Afghanistan? The last time the Taliban were in power, they barred women and girls from taking most jobs or going to school. Afghan women have made many gains since the Taliban were toppled, but now they fear that ground may be lost as the militants retake power. So, I will add this little tidbit. Um, I had a client, I'll leave her anonymous. Uh, she technically did tours over there. Mm-hmm. And she said, honestly, she was like, when she got over there, she was like, why the fuck are we here? My uh, She really was like, because she was like, yes, they did have the Taliban was like that. But in present day, she was like, not all of them are like that. She was, she's literally was saying, and not even defending them, but she was like, just being honest, she was like, yes, they didn't used to like for their children and women to go to school, but now the schools are still like, they still allow certain things. So it's like, we was technically infringing on something that really didn't have Joe Jack shit to do with us. And our savior complex mm-hmm. made us like, you know what, let's go help them. But helping really was us infringing on these people. I feel like you can't help until you understand because these people are very much different from us. We have to understand that we, one, are not the best country or the greatest country that we think we are. And of course, there are different types of people in the world. So it's just like, okay, y'all don't want y'all women's and things to go to school. Okay, so what's the alternative? Like, okay, if they aren't going to school, are they just being safe to the home, which is probably what is going on? And da, 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 da. But I'm just saying, like, usually before you try to do something like that or overstep, you should understand. Just like you said, when your client got that and it was like, why are we here? Like, in their mind, they're creating order. Yeah. You know, by it's, violence. I mean, violence scares a lot of people. So they're trying to create order in, in their mind what is the proper and correct way. So it's like, okay, so if we as a people are going over there and we don't understand something, how can we how can we even really help? How can we give a compromise? How can we give an alternative? It's like, okay, so if women women and children or young ladies or whatever it may be aren't going to school and that's something y'all stand by, one, why? Is it just to keep them, you know helpless mm, it's probably not gonna work bro maybe we can have them do something else like you know 
But that's how I always looked at situations like that. Because, I mean, different cultures, different countries, in people's minds, just like here in America. Credit and health care. Yeah. And in other countries, people are like, credit. I literally, I said. You know what I'm saying? I literally, I I made the conversation earlier today. I was like, so we went over there and was like, we don't like what y'all, it was pretty much like we was telling them, we don't like how y'all handling this situation. And we want to actually, like, we need to rectify this. And with that, we also went to war with these people. I said, nah, let's just hypothetically, not hypothetically, we're going to bring it back to it. COVID, right? I said, nah, every other country that's doing really well, such that Canada and all, you don't hear about them and how they're struggling or anything because they're paying their people. You get what I'm saying? Like, they're actually doing it. We fighting for actual, just for fairness, just for us to actually have the means to survive for most of the country. So what if Canada would have been like, let's let's invade the United States because this ain't fair and we need to get them this. We gonna have a problem with that. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I I get it, but like, it's like it's it's just. I understand like both our perspectives, right? Mm Because at the end of the day, like, America goes to all these different countries and shit. And they're under the guise of, oh, we just want a democratic government. We just want, you know, peace, equality, and shit like that. Motherfucker, we ain't got peace and equality Dude, in yeah. fucking America. Can we lead by but, example? Yeah, we can't. We can't necessarily tell another country another form of like ideals and religious practices. And we're but, but not even outside that. We can't tell them what's wrong or right. Yeah, what yeah, made us yeah. the gold standard? Exactly. Of fucking righteousness and whatever. Yeah. We're going to leave that there. But I, my, <laughs> I, the biggest thing about it is, like, I just ho- I want to talk about this because this is something that people should give a fuck about. This is something that's going on a- around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and outside of that, as a veteran, my heart goes out to people who have lost family members right. to this 20-year war that we had nothing to do with yeah. in the beginning. Um, Sad, your the, the life was lost for nothing. For game. And it's crazy because becoming an adult and realizing there's a lot of wrong in the world mm. and questioning things that you should be questioning but mm. you don't question. You want me to punch you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, real spill, because like when you're younger and you don't know and you got textbooks in your face and social studies books in your face. There's one thing about the black community. We, they always told us that shit, them textbooks lie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, that ain't the truth. So it's just like, you know, living behind blinders for so long, you know. And you and shit you don't care about when you a kid. You don't be thinking about that shit like that. To be honest, you just know some shit going on. But becoming an adult and you like, look at these dumbasses. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Real spill. You be like, what was the fucking point? People dead yeah. now. You know, it's just... It's, it's heartbreaking. It really is. So, yes. For control I mean, and you know, capital. That's thinking. it. That's literally. But I think more than anything, um, it's just crazy to me how America like to portray the hero when really we trying to get something out of it. Um, but, yeah. Mm. That's also a thing Can for I me. Like, that? it's like, oh, Ameri- America's an abusive boyfriend. Do you hear me? Mm. A toxic abusive boyfriend. <laughs> abusive. <laughs> 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 Ooh, yeah. oh, oh, man. man. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, fair. before we get into our topic of trauma bonds, Leland, how are you doing, bro? Uh, I'm I'm well actually. <clears throat> I've had <laughs> late oral surgery, and this is day <laughs> not late oral surgery. <laughs> oh this is day God. two, and I actually didn't even have to take any pain meds. So dope. If you need anything, hit me up. Joking. 
<laughs> wink, 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 wink. What, what's that mean? <laughs> if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> but nah, I am actually, I'm very well, I'm very happy right now. You know, and I'm just ready, I'm ready to start, I ain't gonna lie, y'all, I'm so, I'm ready to go. I got two trips. Right now, I'm ready to be in the St. Thomas. I'm ready to be. Listen, I'm ready to be naked under a waterfall. That'll be smart to do. I think I'm gonna just do it before they do it. I think that'll be smart. Even though like they're doing the vaccinations and everything, Mm -hmm. and which I was gonna, you know, we talked about that already. I was gonna get my vaccine, but then Vegas. I was waiting until like you know we talked about that, but you know, just it ain't worth it, yo. Yeah, and shit has been going on in my life. Yeah, it ain't worth it. Yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah, so I think I'm gonna go ahead and just handle that. Nah, I was just getting the weather update. It's gonna be hot as fuck tomorrow. It's supposed to rain though, so I think that's gonna cool Holy it off. Holy shit, a bit. nigga, it's still gonna be four degrees. That's true, but I ain't gonna even lie. I I really thought. Let me tell y'all, uh, Norman C. Francis, Crying. be flooding. You wanna tell you motherfuckers what I think? No, <laughs> be flooding, and the road to get here be flooding. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I was like, yo, I don't even know if I'm gonna make it because uh, we it know New Orleans. Nice sink. little stroll that they, they took. That was the what we left the house probably at like. And the crazy thing is, she had to go to like Bible study. So because my windshield wipers is acting crazy, I was gonna take a car. Dude canceled. He couldn't find a spot. So I was like, David, can you just bring me or whatever? We probably left the house five forty-five ish, five thirty. Something like that. So what? Oh, y'all left early. So what should have been probably only like 15, 20 minutes max. Traffic, driving slow, water all in the street. Yeah, it was. It was. I told Damian, I said, well, it's a good thing you actually did leave this early because she's just gonna go by her mama and then they gonna go to Bible study. So she gonna go to the east. But I was like, it's a good thing you did leave this early because you would have been late. Bible study started at seven. But what time I got here? Like after six. Yeah. I ain't gotta worry about the problems when I got a bicycle. But anyway, bicycle. I hate y'all. The mental health topic this week is trauma bonds. Trauma the bond. emotional attachment known as a trauma bond develops out of a repeated cycle of abuse, devaluation, and positive reinforcement. The trauma of abuse might create powerful feelings you struggle to make sense of, especially when abuse alternates with kindness and intimacy. It's only natural to develop a bond with someone who treats you with kindness. Many abusive relationships begin with a shower of affection and assurances of love. Mm. When the abuse begins, it may take you by surprise. Afterward, your partner might apologize for the change or just insist, I was just upset. These attempts to manipulate often succeed since you remember the early days of the relationship and believe they can be that person again. Trauma bonding can also happen between a child and an abusive caregiver or other adult, a hostage and kidnapper, isn't that like Stockholm Syndrome, the leaders and member of a cult. Signs of a traumatic bond. A... Cyclical nature. First, they depend on intermittent reinforcement in others, whereas a cycle of abuse is generally easier to leave a situation that's entirely bad, one where the abusive person never offers any kindness or concern for your well being. If you don't believe someone will ever change, you probably won't stick around. But in abusive relationships, your partner occasionally does treat you well. They might bring you gifts, call you their soulmate, take you out, or urge you to relax. These gestures can be confusing and disarming, especially if thought of as signs of permanent change. Eventually, love begins to overshadow the fear of further abuse. As you slowly regain a sense of trust, you might ignore or suppress memories or their past behavior until the cycle begins again. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> we all over there having a conversation with us. Huh? 
Yeah. Over there we were kind of when you was reading certain things. I'm just like, yo, trauma bonds is they they're wicked, y'all. Oh, they, they dig into you, man. They, not only do they, they and they, they stay there you. for a while. Do we have stories? Oh, are we sharing? Mm. Are we oh. sharing with the class? I don't know. Uh, I think I would generalize it in a sense of yeah, just saying like. Trauma bonds is not even, shit. Trauma bond, I'm going to put it like this. Trauma bonds don't necessarily have to be the partner, the person you land down with. Yeah. It can actually be your best friend. Yeah. It can be your sister. It can be it can your be mama. Your sibling, yeah. It can be anybody. So I think more than anything, it's like, be vigilant. If you open up to a person, and that's crazy because we often say vulnerability is what builds things and things like this. But if you open up to somebody, to something that's one, traumatic to you or something you don't really tell many people, and they're able to resonate on that and connect, and y'all build a bond off of that, i.e. you have started a trauma bond. Yep. Be careful with that. Honestly. I, that's how I'm telling you. It, it'll really, it'll do some things like, to you. Because you like, oh my God, we've been through the same thing. We got yeah, so like, and it'll make it seem, and it'll make you feel good. Like, it'll make you feel comfort. You found safety in a person that you can finally tell mm-hmm. all this to. And then you don't even realize it, but all that, literally from that moment, starts the trauma bond that builds that literally starts the in, that's the initiation of the trauma bond yeah. and it can bring you down it can bring you down some crazy stuff and the killer part about trauma bonds y'all it's not always all bad it will feel really i'm about great. to say there's there's some you can really you can bond okay so i guess there's just there's always gonna be a positive side to anything right you can positively bond with someone over a shared trauma mm-hmm. but I think that when people hear trauma bond, they automatically associate with the negative connotation where it's accurate. Like, you can experience something so... Sorry. Fuck your watch. You can, you can experience something with somebody or you can someone can abuse you and they can just, like, play with your emotions and shit mm-hmm. like that. But... It can come from a sense of vulnerability with a person. Can. Like, and you'd be like, oh my God, I'm building something great. But that's and, why, you, you know, you gotta be careful because you don't wanna... It's a good thing to bond with someone over shared traumas that you both have overcome. There we go. Not what you're still dealing right. with. Right. Like, if you're still at the mercy of, you know, your demons and reflections of your past, then maybe that's not something you should uh, you should fuck with. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something I, I guess we'll talk about later, just, like, uh, responding to certain triggers yeah. like, as yeah. you move forward. But, fuck, all of my relationships have been trauma bonds. It's crazy. Like, all of my, like, serious relationships, unfortunately. Like, my last one, like... And I understand, like, to some people, love has different faces. Mm-hmm. So through one of my relationships, after the abuse got physical, and I was well <laughs> done. <laughs> That's another thing well I realized. I laugh at my trauma. <laughs> it's a defense mechanism. I can't help it. <laughs> I noticed. Uh, but after she fucked up my eye or whatever, like, literally, yeah. like, the next night, she's crying and, like, holding on to me. She's like, this made me realize you're the one for me. Oh. And, like, I don't want to do this for nobody but you. You're crazy. I'm like, bitch, you just beat my eye to my skull. I was like, run. <laughs> like, what the fuck? People be crazy. This is the audacity for me that a motherfucker think like I'm gonna sit here in your face and say I just I just put my hands on you. It was a misunderstanding. And I'm gonna turn around and say that I love you. <laughs> it was a misunderstanding. And that's and that's what she tried to boil it down to. It was uh 
it was always brought no, down to I was just upset. I feel doing. you know I feel so much more for you than I ever have before. Because I, I bitch, you put to, hands on me. That's I don't the know feeling. how to process it. Blah blah blah. <laughs> like and then the, like then like putting me down. You big. You're supposed to be able to take that. Like, oh, the audacity! So yeah, now I'm gonna I'm say because of your size and because you're a man and you shouldn't be have feelings and you can't. You shouldn't be hurt off of just a. Somebody hit me. It's crazy. That is wild. Yeah. Trauma bonds are... Trauma bonds, you have to really be cautious with yourself. And you also have to make sure at all times, because if you're still dealing with your trauma, honestly, you have to make sure you're not the person inflicting trauma onto others. Yeah. Like, always do that reflection. Always put yourself in front of the mirror and make sure that you're moving with the purest of intent. And to be honest, Motherfuckers that's why don't earlier, move with honest intent these days. I'm sure. This is why I'm don't, the life But spreader. that's why earlier, like, <laughs> when I was telling y'all, even though it's not the same thing, but that's why, like, throughout the day, I would like to check my energy. Mm-hmm. Like, even though I am telling you what's bothering me, I'd be like, yeah, we got it out the way, but, like, let's talk about something else. Because we're not going to linger on that the whole four hours now. Yeah. I didn't come over here to just be like, girl, like, I... Yeah, we can talk about it because we all human. We need to vent. But it's just like, that's why for me, I was like, you know, I check my energy. Like I told Davian, I know, like, I feel how I feel. I'm staying in your house. You probably had a house full of peace before I came here with my trauma. I won't bring that in your house. I know I'm sad and I know I've been talking about it. I ain't gonna walk in your house with that energy. Because it can even rub off that way, in my opinion. Oh, like, that's actually very much so true. You'll be uh, sitting around so. just talking about saying, it. Though. Ooh, girl, let's get a bottle of wine. Let's talk about it. 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 And, and then, I mean, and that can start. Exactly. That can be the beginning of something. That's just not. I think. Because I was there for her when she had went through that. And I was there for her. When, let me when, tell you. When that man but, had left. But that's when, that's when people. But that's. You have to question your whole relationship with people, right? Those are some people who help people do. Load it over them, right? Mm-hmm. Or to have something. Or you owe me on some shit. Yeah, or they that. do it to, to genuinely just like, you know what? I'm going to help them. But when I think about it, to be honest, I don't think people do it consciously. I don't. I don't, not all the time. And the reason why I say that is because of my grandmother, the one that's no longer here. Mm-hmm. As much as we try to, you need to change your mindset. You need to be a different type of person. You need to, you know, put some happy thoughts in your life. This lady was, you know, I tell y'all, she was just like, hell on wheels. I really don't think, and I think, of course, that is a manifestation from something else that happened in her life. So all the time, I don't think people realize it. So I'm grateful for the fact that me being me, I'm like, I won't check that before I walk in your house. Everybody can't do that. So even as us being in the room, sometimes you really got to assess and check yourself. Like, So I actually believe people are very much so conscious of what they're doing. They just don't know, they don't know actually the late, like they don't know the classification or like the magnitude of what they're doing. Because in all actuality, I feel like when people have I feel like people are always aware. They are. And not only that, I feel like people be trying to like, they, they mask their shit in their way. Like that's why I feel like a lot of it is like, it's, it's very like, I know what I'm doing, but this is just the way I am. Like, no, you know exactly, you know exactly who you're, you're not about to sit up here and tell me no bullshit like you don't know that you're inflicting this level of pain or anything or anything. You just know you have an unresolved trauma that you're literally projecting. You know your trauma. 
you just have yet to label it as such. I tell people all the time, until we're able to identify, label, speak that shit out of our mouth and be like, oh my God, that was actually a trauma in my, then you can start to rectify your shit and then you can clean up your act. People be trying to rectify like, oh, I'm doing good energy and all. Bitch, you don't even know what the fuck you're dealing with. You don't even know what you're trying to correct. Right. That's it's, you it's to literally, and, but that's literally a matter of how much you give a fuck. True. Yeah, it's all and, about how much you see, care. If you care enough, you're going to invest in the necessary, take the necessary steps to unpack your past trauma. Yeah. To become the best version of yourself. I think, I mean, seeing my grandmother firsthand, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if maybe it was just too late for her. Because my grandmother was just a negative Nancy. Like, everything was negative. Everything. So I don't know if it was just like a little too late for her in the game because like her grandma, her, her mama died when she was young. They basically was 11 kids raising themselves. So it's just like. Some it, people just become reserved with their lot in life, unfortunately. So it's just like certain situations. I don't know. You just got to be careful. You got to check that energy. Everything. You have to be yeah. careful with everything. Yeah, everything. yeah. So that's why I say sometimes I feel like sometimes people just don't even. I, I really do. Sometimes people just don't even grasp it. My grandmother was a wild type of chick. And I used to be like, I can't. Like, immediately, when I was, for me, when I was younger and I felt all that negative energy from her, I was like, I can't kick it with her. Young. Yeah. Young. And you know, I always told y'all that, like, it was very easy for me to immediately separate people from the individual and the title. Like, when my grandmother passed away, I was like, my mama, mama died. I was not calling her my mama. Like, my mama. I mean, I called my dad my sperm donor. My mama, mama died. Like, how crazy is this now? No, no. But I know what that means. Yeah, I know what that means. So it's just like, you know, hey. But that's that's another thing that uh, holds a lot of people hostage, I guess, like the concept of family. I honestly, in my heart of hearts, feel like, yeah, you have your biological family, but family is the people you adopt as your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, absolutely. Yeah, it's always going to be people who you, you are closer with. Fucking right, man. And, like, the if you're a biological... The same way you go out in the world and you find a partner, you can go out in the world and find a family. Well, see, biological that's funny, family is just not healthy. If it's if you're not growing... That's something with, like, people in the LGBT plus community have been doing like right. honestly forever right. yeah, uh, because you're not always and I think now people starting to realize like you're not always accepted and when I say you're not always accepted I mean like the true you the true who you mm-hmm. are um, in your own that's regardless of your sexuality but like it's not, it's the truth like sometimes your family just be like nah I don't like the way you move I don't like right. the way you think I don't this is not to my standard so yeah, you have to you have to go out there and actually you create your family outside of it. Uh, being born into that it makes us relatives. It doesn't makes us family. Absolutely. Uh, family to hold that title is a different thing. Like it's I'm not gonna say just because we was born into the same bloodline that we're all no we're relatives. Hey relative, you yeah, got a, a parent saying, or two like, in common. Yeah, that's about it. Look, that's brother. why I'm just like for me at a very 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 young age, based off of how people treat me, just like the conversation we had earlier, talking down to me, talking at me, like seeing how people handled me. I was able to immediately separate you from, like, the title you hold in my life to the individual you are. Because even, because I just feel like, okay, if this, if this title meant something significant, you would treat me differently. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's but people also get caught up in outdated roles associated with titles. Absolutely. So that would be another, no, that's, not, that's another conversation to have. So, yeah. yeah. 
You know what? But anyway. And it's just I'm just trying to navigate everything properly because it's like dealing with personal life issues like the conversations we were having prior mm-hmm. and while also trying to navigate these conversations in, in a educational right. <laughs> but if That's you know it. right mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm just trying to you know yeah. anyway this anyway. is actually a very heavy topic and I know honestly mm-hmm. like it's something and I think more so we're all kind of taking it in even as we're like talking right now more so because we haven't mastered this shit. Um, right. We're learning and growing every day like all of us should be. Um, however, this is something that we truly think we all should be having a discussion about. Absolutely. Because this shit actually can improve our life. Man, I've been numb to most shit. Yeah, and, that's, and that's a sad thing, though. It is. That's it's a very, very much sad so Because thing. I'm so used to trauma. Yeah, that's... I'm so used to... I remember my mom and I were having this conversation... And this was, she was wondering, she's like, Ronnie, when are you going to get a girl? Just that in the third. And I'm like, I ain't worried about that right now, mom. And she, she's like, you know what? You were such a mama's boy growing up. She's like, I always thought you ended up with a woman more like me. And I was like, I do. I like dysfunction. Oh. And my mom, <laughs> my mom took that offensively, but it's the truth. Like my childhood, and I think that's why I laugh at most things now. Like my response to something that makes me incredibly sad or something that angers me. My first response is to laugh. laugh. Yeah, I laugh. Everything I just natural, naturally happy go lucky, jolly Ronnie. I'm just gonna laugh, and then everything's gonna be okay. That's not fucking healthy at all. So now we, especially so much in the black community, we put so much power and so much like uh, respect into being strong. Like I could take this, I could take Ooh, that. Oh, I used to hate but, that word resilient. That was a that was one of those words I used to hate. You're so resilient. Oh, I used to hate that word. I like it now, but I mean, um, and I that think, was me, and I but, think that's why now I'm such the emotional person yeah. that I am, and that's why I say like throughout my life, I was I, I was able to identify so many things when I was young, like the conversation that I had with you and Kiara. Mm-hmm. I never talked about that before in my life. Yeah, never. Never, never, never told nobody that in my life. So it's just like, i.e., that it's not a trauma bond because we are working on our shit. Right. <laughs> so, it's, so it's just like, and it was just so easy for me to tell y'all, but that's because it's something that I had to deal with when I was younger, mm-hmm. and I identified what it was, and I was just like, huh, okay. But now I know the person you are. So it's just like, mm, that's a job. So that's why, <laughs> that's why, like, for me now, I, I think finger this... finger-popping each other's asshole. Mm, that's all. It's fun. Try it. Okay. <laughs> that's why now, for me, I think I'm so into my emotions. Yeah. But see, that's a good thing. People, you, I remember people, yeah, I remember... They be crazy, though. They be like, what's the big deal? Do you not recognize what you have but I mean, on my end of the spectrum, it's, it's a little different. So I've always been very aware of my emotions. I've mm-hmm. always been very, I don't know, I've always been. And that's a struggle that I, I run into in my adult life, right? People equate emotional with, like, sensitive. I'm not sensitive at all. Like I just said, I'm numb to most shit. But I'm very much aware of my emotions. I'm aware of how things should make me feel. Yeah. I, and I'm aware mm-hmm. of when I do feel. But I, I really just... I just don't care. <laughs> like I, I really, I just don't care. For me, I think more than anything, I've learned that's how to. I when I was that's why it's so easy for me to just be happy. Because as long as I don't feel disrespected, I really don't care. That's how it was for me when I was younger, and as a result of me being one of the youngest 
and it's just like one of those things like oh you don't know what stress is ain't nobody working on your nerves so it just used to be like well since nobody's gonna acknowledge how I feel I really just yeah. don't care right. and then people Ooh, she had a moment. She said a word. She had a moment. It fucking resonated. That, with that trigger. Yeah. We just was talking about it. That, that trigger those traumas. I'm telling you how I feel. Yeah. And since and you're, you're not, not gonna acknowledge it, I don't care. Not realizing is fucking me. What I've learned to do, though, I've learned, I've learned, I've learned, and this is, of course, over the years. Um, and this is, I think, how I can stay, regardless of what happened to me. This is how I can stay in like my my peace bubble or how I can maintain mm-hmm. my peace. This is from having a stroke, being shot, having alopecia, like witnessing mm-hmm. so much, you know what I'm saying? On top of just the stuff we've all went through by living in New Orleans, you know what I'm saying? Like that, all that trauma, these are the ways I've learned is for one, acknowledge things head on. Uh, it's never good, never, never good. Like when I got shot, literally the day I got discharged, I say, bring me back to the place I got shot mm-hmm. because I need to confront this trauma right off back. I cannot be held bound by this I need to acknowledge it and whatever emotion one thing I've learned yeah one thing yeah just to not to avoid it and I have a really good friend that lives on that street I got shot in front of his house Mm -hmm. so that fear of like I can't never no indeed not I would never let nothing hold me down but we gotta realize is that in order to do that we must confront we must confront we must confront it and not only that we must be open to whatever emotion comes from it and then from whatever emotion comes from it you will learn to navigate okay I know how this makes me feel. I used to, I literally, I went around there when I first got, when I first got out the hospital, it was in the daytime. I got shot at night. So the second thing was, okay, you made it back to this spot. Great. Second thing is, now you need to go back around that same time you got shot. I'm getting goosebumps right now. You need to go back around that same time you got shot and you need to feel it all over again. Mm -hmm. Get there. Get it out. Let that emotion, whatever come, if it's tears, if it's wailing, if it's peace, if it's anything, you must confront it. Because if we don't, if we do not confront those emotions, we avoid that for the rest of our life. We are literally shutting ourselves off from experiences in life. We'll shut ourselves, I will shut myself off from even going down that street. I don't need to go down that street no more, but I have a good friend that lives on that street. Mm -hmm. I will shut myself off from seeing him in his home. Because I'm too scared or I'm too, but in on the bigger spectrum and something that's not so isolated, when we experience these traumas from childhood and things like that, whether it be your family telling you something or you being disregarded in the thing, you will literally grow, you will live a life to where you feel like you're always going to be disregarded because you never dealt with that. Right. You never dealt with it. So you'd be like, man, what's the point of even saying it anyway? They ain't going to listen. Nobody don't listen. They don't understand be. what I'm going well, I'm just like, whoa. And that's, that's, that's a, how it used to be all mm-hmm. We have to deal with that head on, though. And that's one of my, the faces of one of my, I guess, childhood traumas is, like, showing up with me in this new relationship, right? Like, <clears throat> uh, we made light Wait, of it. Wait, what'd you say? That's, like, a little bit of my trauma that's, like, resurfacing in my, this new relationship. Oh, I just wanted to hear that part. It's the okay. relationship? Yeah, it's it. fine. <laughs> that's what I wanted to get out so, of So, we made light of it, right? So, last week when I was filming a video, and then when she came over here, I got so shy, and I just stopped. Like, I couldn't record anymore and shit like that. And, like, yeah, on a service, it's like, oh, that's so cute. You're, like, climbing up. But she and I, we went to dinner, and we was talking about it. I told her, I was like, I've never had a partner who was supportive. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know how to share that side of me. I don't know how to just be vulnerable in front of 
I don't. I don't know how to be vulnerable. Like being, and really? I guess it's always it's always confusing to people because I am somebody who talks so openly about like mental health, so openly about like sex and emotions and shit like that. I'll talk to you about like my feelings all day, but talking to you about my feelings and talking to you about how I feel are two entirely different things. Absolutely, absolutely. And so now I'm in this new relationship where I am listened to and the the effort and energy is reciprocated, but fucking old habits die hard. They do. But they die. And let's also put that in there. Yes, they die hard, but the emphasis is not about the hard part. It's the emphasis is they die. So regardless of how hard it is, we must continue on to let them die. This is true. But it's, it's all about perspective. It's hard. It's, it's how my hands ended up in people's face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, we, if we're talking about it, I never know how to do this without feeling like I'm breaking something. Does it yeah, you can out? just pull it towards you a little bit. There you go. I don't. I don't there you go. I'm just pull it down. You spend money. I don't want to do it. Do I pull it toward me? You I don't know. <laughs> it's not a dick. Usually, this is easier with a pen. There you go. It's just really resistant. <laughs> but at least it's hard. Hey, but um, oh sweet Jesus. <laughs> that's basically how I ended up in my little situation. But all in all, like, hey, they died. And you know I'm trying to kill these motherfuckers, but it's hard. And you know so. when they die, when you have somebody that's gonna help them die. This is true. Because certain people ain't gonna put you in certain situations to feel like you can't. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's pretty because we don't often realize that until we get to a point in life to where like the lesson has been smack dad in our face and we finally get it. So, like, the blindness, not tell people, like, the rose-colored lenses get wiped clean. Yeah, because, uh, like, and before... And we start to see it more clearly. And then we'd be like, damn, the people who I thought was actually there and who I thought I was going to rock my life out with, you'd be like, whoa, that was pretty traumatic, yo. Like, that was not, like, that whole situation wasn't as ideal. And I'm speaking from my own truth. Like, that wasn't that wasn't as, as good as I... I, I, I feel like I overfant Like, I, I, I put it too much on a pedestal <laughs> when it was actually being... Not the greatest thing for my life. It wasn't the worst, don't get me wrong. It was still some good, but there was a lot of things that was actually hindering the person y'all see today. But that's uh, why I said what I said earlier, too. I was When we was just, like, chit-chatting, I was like, I'm more... When it comes to people and attaching myself to them, whether it be friendship or whatever, I want to see how you like me as a person. Yeah, as an individual, just me. Yeah, because when somebody likes you... They're going to take care of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, Ronnie, my partner, I like I'm going to show you love. I'm going to make sure he always going to Yeah, I'm going to show yeah, you love. Yeah, he can love every time. Every time. Leland, love every time. Because I like you. Yeah. And then I'm going to like you so much to the point that I'm just going to like today. I don't know when we just get, when we started getting off of the phone saying I love you. But we, it just started. You you know, when people always be like, oh, who said I love you first and all that cute, cheesy shit. Sometimes shit don't even got to be calculated. Right. You just, yeah. you just when you feel, feel that it, shit. When you feel it, you feel it. Yeah, like, I, I don't know when I started telling my phone's friends I love them. That is weird. We have been saying that for the past, like, for, for some time. Yeah, I, I, I don't know when I started yeah. telling my friends that, but you <laughs> it's just, just proper. you just be yeah. like, I love you. Like, if I don't tell you nothing else, if you don't, just have, know that. If you don't hear you. from me the rest of the day, if I don't tell you nothing else. I, I love wanna, you. I don't want to tell that to people, but I don't want to like freak them out. And they'll be like, I'm not saying Listen. I'm in love with you. I'm just saying I love you. Oh, being, I I, love you know me. I'll be like, I don't energy. give a 
I certain things and like I'll be like I don't give a fuck how you receive it. I know what I meant by it, and I be, and that's really if and it's really because I'm fast. like yo, if you get if you my friend, you get it. Yeah, if I like, hang up too fast in the middle of somebody's saying, <laughs> old habits die hard. Let them yeah. bitches die right. It's if somebody me. is saying they love me and I hang up too fast, I'm texting it to you. I did yeah. to my cousin cousin the other day. He was like, all right, cousin love me, and I was like. <laughs> Y'all should see her hands. Yeah, my cousin was like, oh, yeah, all right, cousin, I love, love you too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So it's like that's why I was like, I'm more concerned about the like because it's just like when you when you like like is so different. Like when you like like we all like food. We all like food. And you just be like, ooh, food. For me, for me, I'm more into love because I like a lot of things, but I don't. I love less. You love what? I love less. Really? Yeah. So I think for me, um, <clears throat> I love and like actions. Uh, so like all of it can be fine and dandy. So like people can say these things all the time. But like you can say, like we say I love you. Mm-hmm. Like we say all this like, oh, I, li- I like you to show it. Yes. Like that's the thing that defines it for me. Like I like to see the words with the actions. Mm-hmm. So like. I could like you all I want. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I like you. And I'm like, I'm like but you, if you ain't showing it, yeah. like. And that's how I identify my Yeah, like, I that's why, that's why I see, that's why love means more to me because you can say what, you can say what your mouth like, yeah, I like you, I like you, I like you. But, uh, but love is outward. You're, you're going to show me you love me, mm-hmm. but you can tell me you like me. I've had somebody literally tell me they love me and still didn't. I mean, literally, me, I, I, would I tell both, me they love me. I like both. I, I, do, I, I, definitely I, I, I personally both. like to start off with like. Yeah. Because. You have to like me to love me. Yeah. Exactly. And don't be infatuated with me. Please. Please don't. Yo. Listen. <laughs> like, Listen, that's why don't I Don't mean, fetishize me. Don't why. do any of that because we got a problem you wanna, right you off the know so, You want to know real something. Quick. Some, like, real, shit, some real gay shit that's about that's me that's right now. All that shit I got me. all of it. I got all of it right I am infatuated. <laughs> I am enamored. I am in like. I am gushed out. <laughs> it's right. real gross over in this <laughs> motherfucker. But that's, that's why for me when people... <laughs> When people refer to me as certain names, oh. when people re- refer to me as certain names, I'm just like, that's, don't call me that. Like, even, yeah. like, you. Okay. Like, I get it. Respect me as such, but, like, yeah, you don't have to, like, like, I'm not one of those people who you have to, like, don't try to sweet talk. Like, don't try to verbally do shit. Like, just be you, yo. You like, be you. You know what's weird for me? And this might sound crazy. So, I have a government name, obviously. But you know, if if we close, you call me racy. That's been my name my whole life. So now that like this person has re-entered my life from like seven or eight years, he ago, still uses that name, the government. No, oh. but he always did. Uh-huh. So now he he'll be like race, race, and I'm just like. <laughs> so you almost expect him to use the girl. Yeah, I, because it's just like when I met you and when we stopped talking, it was the government. But now, like, it'll just be like, man, Boris, Boris. And I'm just like, hmm, is it me you speak of? <laughs> it's so weird. So that's why it's just like when people refer to me as certain names, like, it kind of creeps me out because it's just like, you know, y'all know me. Y'all know the princess. Y'all know Project. Y'all know Lil Jiggle. Y'all know all of that. So, like, if somebody... Young baby Bueller. Yes. 
Everybody can't call me Beulah. Somebody was trying to be cute and called me Lil Jiggle, and it was like Miss Jiggle. And I was like, no. That's not the name. That's not how And why are you part. even calling me that? She knew. She just got here. Like, don't do that. I just got here 20 seconds ago. Yeah, that's why I feel where Leela coming from with like the infatuation and all that type of stuff. Especially as a woman as well because, baby, I know y'all deal with it too. Like, y'all fine ass men. So I that's know. weird. Especially being like a gay man in New Orleans. Especially a gay man. The that most that, you know I had to threaten another another dude? I feel like I know who the dude is. But <laughs> I think I told you about it. I opened up my snap. like, And this is like this was like the third time he sent me something. I had to tell him, like, bro, you've... Now you've crossed the realm of like disrespect and it gotta be on site. People don't realize, like I just like it's it's weird. Like, um for me I've always carried myself in a demeanor of just like I won't be messy. Like you ain't gotta <laughs> I won't be messy. What's the most outrageous like if you think about it, what's the most outrageous DM you've ever like randomly gotten from a person? Like borderline disrespectful like what is the craziest thing a woman or man has like ever told you in your DM? a nigga beating his meat and bouncing his ass yeah I think that was the most disrespectful my, shit my this is after i've had the conversation so with this guy several times that i'm not into men <laughs> who i personally i like it but don't if you into me uh anything like that like i think the most disrespectful thing was definitely a person sending me like a clip of them fucking uh, especially if you're no, I've, to, I've missed this shit like especially that, if you're trying to pursue me. No, I'm talking about if you're trying to pursue me or oh, anything okay, like okay. that. Like, don't you ever. Like, you better have way more respect for me. Yeah. That's just how I carry myself. Because whatever we do between us, we can be the freakiest freaks in the world. Like, we yeah. can slut each other out. We can do all these things. But what you're not about to do, like, I don't need to see that. I, if I like you, I don't want to see that shit. Like, I don't want to see who you've been fucking with. Like, fuck out of here. That's Are you territorial? Back to, oh, I'm very territorial. I'm, ter- I'm territorial in a degree. I'm territorial as in, like, you're mine. Not mine, but we're, we see each other. You know what I'm saying? When I have no my problem. Time my time. I, I have no problem. I have no problem with somebody hitting on my significant other if I had one. That doesn't bother me because guess what? I found you attractive. So I know a lot of people about to find you attractive. Uh, that's simple for me, and I will hope I will hope I will hope it will be the same in return. In other words, people will understand like, yo, that's what happens. People are attracted, so that's gonna come with the territory. But my thing is, is that I'm spending my time with you. I'm, you know what I'm saying? So like, I Whoa, put all my effort my into God. you. I put all this into you, so I'm really not worrying about ZYXXYZ or anything like that because we see each other. That's the whole thing, and that's why it's just hard to come by. But um. Yeah, that's some that's some disrespectful shit. Um, and that's see. just because somebody sent you that and they was trying you really hard. That's gross. That's gross. Um, that's mad. Hey, yo, when I was in DC, somebody made like a, a fake profile to hit me up. It was like, uh, I just want to kick it. I just blah blah blah. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? And I'm like giving Sharon play by play. I'm like, Sharon, who the fuck is this? Blah blah. blah. And then finally, they uh, they're like, this is a dude, by the way. And I'm like, I stopped responding. And they're like, I ain't no creep in that. Nigga, you are a creep. The you made a fucking like, profile. So clearly you know me in the real world because you knew how I responded to this. That's why you made a fake profile with no pictures to DM me. That's some creep shit, bro. People DM. are weird. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm a woman, so I've most definitely seen like a million dicks. That's not even. It's the things that people like take their thumbs and their time to type. Oh, yeah. yeah. Words? So I've never it, taken so, it back okay. by words. It's, it's, now it's, she going to the DMs. It's just the way that they say them because it's just like you. You tell people and you don't. Put them on the glass. 
Yeah. Basically, um, you tell people <laughs> no, you tell people and they don't believe you. So it's just like you. I don't know. One of the craziest ones, um, not terrible. Dude was just like, "Oh, you so pretty. I just need you to sit on my face." Not terrible. Not the not the worst thing in the world. But it's just like, wow. Like you just saw me and just was like, "Yes, my face is where you need to sit." So that was crazy. But the craziest one that I've ever gotten, which I told y'all about, is just when dude was like, "I will pay to eat your pussy." Like straight out the gate. Like there was Okay, I mean, that, see, that's the funny part about it cuz in my like that isn't that that's 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 not uncommon. And and it's crazy though cuz how something would like how you would say like somebody sending me a random dick before uh, I'm uh, yeah. which I'll, I'll be like yo what are you doing like okay cool it's a dick but like why are you sending this to me and I don't even we ain't even got nothing established here but stuff like that has happened to me since I think more so since like that time when I got featured in BuzzFeed mm-hmm. when I tell you I've had preachers Ooh. I've had crazy. married people crazy. I've had when I tell you it'd be, it'd be crazy but also throughout that time it made me realize it's um, like crazy. Yeah, it's, it made me realize really that all humans are just that human and all of them shed the same color. So people are all flawed. It was uh, weird for me because like there was no like previous conversation beforehand. Like this was the initial message. I was just like, do I look like I sell my Gucci? I think people really just be fishing because they don't. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they don't know. It was weird though because he following it up with like that. I know that's pathetic and I should probably delete it. I was like, why? I saw it already. Not I should probably. Can't erase it, nigga. Yeah, I'm like, just I should say, probably delete it. Stand right? ten toes on what you said, but no, I've had like multiple dick pics at a time, which is, I guess, a thing. I don't know, like, dude sent like five back to back, like, and I'm just like, what exactly would I do with this material? So I'm really curious I think, about who sent you that. I gotta say one thing. Uh, we'll talk about it off air. Mm-hmm. There's been multiple dudes, but I, I, it's just like the ultimate. Because I gotta say one thing about women: they pay attention to my personality and they step to me correctly. They get a little, get a little forward. I ain't gonna lie. They do get a little forward, but it's still along the lines of like, hey, you actually took the time to, you know, I'm kind of nerdy. You know, I like cutesy shit. Like, you know, like one chick, she was checking on my mental health. Yeah. <laughs> if that's a way in, that is a way in, boy. That is a, good way in. That is a fucking way in. You better in. do it. She, and I said, you better do it well. She was. I've <laughs> never. Well, have I? But these dudes, these these New Orleans gay men who expect everybody to be fucking DL and shit, they just don't give a fuck. Yeah. They just. I, 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 when, you, when I tell them, like, nah, bro, I just got a lot of gay friends. It ain't nothing like that. All right, I respect that. Boom, two months later, dick pic. <laughs> now I gotta block you and beat your ass. It's like, the crazy part that people block you no, and it's weird. No, no, the killer part about it, and you have to be like, people would do that. It's our, yes, our, our culture um, is so interesting, and so so I always tell people within our rainbow, there is so many colors. I was just about to say, there's in so my, many. In there's my some head. people are predators. In my head, players. I was so, like, like I wonder remember. if there are texts. Testing that person. There's so that's what I was like. I was like, we are. There's so many different, and there's so many different versions and different aspects of who we are, and we're all because we all identify within. That's like saying, can I tell yo? There's black people, and then there's like, oh, but then we walk down every scenario of black person. Mm -hmm. So it's just like that in the gay community. Like there's gay people. There's but then there's all these different layers Mm -hmm. of different type of people. Um, and for both 
us in general, humans in general, you have good ones, you have bad ones, you have predators, you don't. You have like, and that's in us across all boards of just humankind. And they be praying on mine. That's so crazy because even, <laughs> because I was about to say, let me tell on myself for a second because mm-hmm. he was talking about that. Um, For me, um, so like if I'm in a room with a woman that I like or like she's just cute or I want to flirt with her, I definitely kick my sex appeal up a little bit more only because I'm not flirting with a woman. So like my masculinity and my softness has to balance in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So I definitely do like kick it up a notch with my sex appeal. Mm-hmm. But to a point, Put him on the <laughs> I was about to say to a point of comfort. So not like that, but to a point of comfort because to be honest, I do want to see like one: Are you comfortable, and would you potentially? The last thing I would ever want to do swing this is way. make somebody comfortable. And so is you said the last thing you wanted. The last thing I would want to. The last thing I want to do is make somebody uncomfortable. Oh yeah, and that's my point. So that's what I was about to say. Like. There are different ways to test the waters, like, because in my head, before we started talking about that, in my head, I was like, have I ever, like, aggressively DM'd dive? And I have not. I'll tell niggas, like, oh, I think you're handsome. <laughs> and then I'll just be like, oh, you know, like, if I feel the need to do that. But when it comes to women, like, you know, it's easy to flirt on social media. Or you send a little heart out here, you know, oh, girl, you're cute. I like this. I be posting gym thirty. You know what's so trip, funny? So it's I don't really even be looking at chase. that as flirting anymore for me. I just feel like that's normal banter on social media. I mean, like, I drop hard eyes and shit I on people. I do get that it sweet. is flirting, but I'll I be mean, like, yeah, when I do it to a woman, <laughs> and it's a woman that I like. If you like, post some shit, I fuck with. I'm gonna drop hard eyes or a heart or a flame yeah. or something. Yeah, right, 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 right. If it's a woman, but I think that's like, different so, compared to yeah. like somebody that you don't know. Exactly. Like I feel like I know I'll hard eye most most of the times if I'm hard eyeing something. It's probably somebody that I care for. I don't know how to slide in DM, so I'm never hard on people I don't know. Yeah, that type yeah, of thing. Like, and it's not even that I don't know how to slide in DMs. I'm a conversationalist, so I can have a conversation with anybody. And it don't even have to be off of just a sexual tip. Um, but at the same token, because people don't know how to just give people compliments and let them be. This is true. <laughs> you can just give a compliment. I can appreciate your beauty. Don't mean don't I don't expect wanna, you know. anything in return, folks. Yeah. It don't even have to be I just like giving like, people their flowers. Like, if you're a beautiful it. person, let's applaud You can just compliment a motherfucker and go about your day. Hey. You like, can compliment a motherfucker. <laughs> and go about your day, Leo. Like, you ain't even got to be all that. <laughs> but to, to wrap up our, our talk about trauma bonds, these are 10 steps that are suggested for recovering from a toxic trauma bond. Come on, Number one, make a commitment to live in reality. If you find yourself wanting to fantasize about what could be or what you will hope be, stop. Right. Remind yourself that you have made a commitment to live in truth. Even if you don't choose to leave the relationship immediately, in the meantime, you can at least remind yourself that you will stop fantasizing about what is not happening. Number two, live in real time. That means stop holding on to what could or will happen tomorrow. Number three, live one decision at a time and one day at a time. Sometimes people scare themselves with all or nothing thinking. Don't tell yourself things like, I have to never talk to a toxic person again or else. That is akin to trying to lose weight by telling yourself you can never eat chocolate again. While it is true that your relationship is an unhealthy one, you don't need to make every encounter a do-or-die situation. Don't scare yourself. Period. Number four, make decisions that only support your self-care. Number five, start feeling your emotions. Whenever you are away from the toxic person in your life and feel tempted to reach out to them for reassurance, stop. 
Consider stop. Dead? Seek help. Listen. <laughs> I just love that the shit that he's reading all the stuff that I already see. It just make me it just reassures me that I've been on this shit. Consider writing your feelings down instead. Write whatever comes to you. For example, I feel blank. I miss blank. I wish I could be with blank right now, but I'm going to sit with and write my feelings down instead. I listen to music and cry. Number six, learn to grieve. Letting go of a toxic relationship and breaking a traumatic bond may be one of the hardest things you ever have to do. You cannot do it without honoring the reality you are losing something very valuable to you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Seven, understand the quote-unquote hook. Identify what exactly you are losing. It may be a fantasy, a dream, an illusion. Perhaps your partner had convinced you into believing that they were going to fulfill some deep unmet need. Once you can identify what this need or hook is, you can get down to the business, to the business of grieving. Grieving means... Yeah. Oh, this is making me realize something right now. Grieving means holding your hands open and letting it go. You say goodbye to the notion the need you have may never be met. At minimum, you will not be. At minimum, it will not be met in this relationship. I'm sorry, the wording fucked me up. Uh, Number eight, write a list of bottom line behaviors for yourself. Possible examples: one, I will not sleep with someone who calls me names. Two, I will not argue with someone who has been drinking. Three, I would take care of my own finances, blah, 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 examples like that. Number nine, build your life. Little by little, start dreaming about your future for, about a future for yourself and your children if you have them. In other words, make dreams that don't involve your traumatic partner. Mm. Maybe you, maybe you want to go to school, start a hobby, go to church, or join a club. Start making life-affirming choices for yourself that take you away from the toxic interactions that have been destroying your peace of mind. And number 10, build healthy connections. Like this beautiful nugget of niggas we have here. This threesome we got going on here. My favorite threesome. (laughs) Build healthy connections. The only way to really free yourself from unhealthy connections is to start investing in healthy ones. Develop other close, connected, and bonded relationships that are not centered on drama. Make these your go-to people. It is extremely difficult to heal without support. Notice the people in your life who show you love and concern, yeah. care, and hang around them as often as you can. <laughs> I told Racy as that when she first that's was going through this. That's my stress test, I told Racy when she first. I, I said, Racy, my fucking friend. I said, this is pivotal time for you. So I'm about to sleep on all these. Homes. Also, for anybody who's gonna go through the adult life crisis or still have yet to go through it, it's very it's quarter life crisis. Um. When you're going through it, be very mindful. I've been homeless three times. Do you hear me? Be I didn't slept in my car in a park for a week. I you slept in the garage at my job for a week when I was going through my shit. But you, you have, have to be respected. mindful of who are the people that's there and who are around you. And also, don't think this quarter life crisis is just like a day or two a week. Sometimes this shit happened for a year or two. So like, and throughout that year or two, the people who's there in the beginning don't even be there at the end. But you have to be very, be a sponge in that moment. Because what you're going to take away from this right now, the lessons, the learning, the people that's there, the things that you're going to take away from this really will mold you for the rest of your life. You can either let it beat you up, put you in a real bad place, or you can use that shit and let it be a catalyst to a future full of bliss. Full of happiness because you can create that for yourself. You have the power to do so. Don't let no shit, nobody, and not even your damn self stand in the way for your betterment. Yes. I have a bonus number 11. What's up? Play free yourself by Fantasia. You got you to gotta, you know gotta, you scream that one. <laughs> That's going to help you way. let go of that trauma by. <laughs> if you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Go ahead, little bit. Go ahead and free yourself. 
that bad mouth, young lady. Not a bad mouth, please. <laughs> Stop. That shit is huge. You be killing me. Oh, oh man. This is great. Oh my god, I got two broken nails. What was I doing? I don't know what I was doing. You know, I had a little bout of a old school jealousy pop out last night, right? So everybody knows mm-hmm. I got image issues, but like body dysmorphia, all that shit. Mm-hmm. So, um. We're gonna have to speak on that real soon, because yeah. So last night, <laughs> my girl and I were watching The Punisher, right? And, you know, there's a scene where, like, his shirt's off and he attacks the dude. So her ass likes to fight her sleep and not tell me when she's ready for bed. So she's under me, laying on my chest. And, like, it just so happens, like, the scene he took his shirt off, she was asleep. She makes sound in her sleep. So she was like, mm. And that's, like, the sound she usually makes. <laughs> <in her life. laughs> right? <laughs> so I, when the scene goes, and she, like, made that sound, I my whole body got hot. And I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's funny because depending on how I fall asleep, I do the same thing. Really? She makes noise, and I told her about it earlier. And she and laughed. It's, it's slightly embarrassing because it sounds it sounds like like a like it, a sexual not, it, sound. It, it, it definitely sounds like a moan. Because like, that's the sound she because, makes for me. But like, is it me. also because it's just pleasurable? And like you're very comfortable. Yeah, and, she, and that's I, the sound she makes when she's drifting into like a. a I was like about to sleep. say, I don't know. Mine started happening like I don't know, probably like a year or two ago, like and random, like I would hear it in my sleep, and I'll just be like, "Really? Yeah." Like, I have never. Like, and I'm like, okay. And that was oh, that was like a, that was like a trigger from because in my past, like I dated uh, someone who made me feel like I wasn't like their type or like I wasn't attractive. Like, we'd be watching TV, and, like, a dude who looked absolutely nothing, and I get it, you know, I'm, I've grown. Attractive is attractive. Beauty is beauty, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, literally, it was always, like, she was like, mm. I'm like, ooh. Right, and I'd just be sitting there like, oh, okay. Damn, bitch, what about me? Right! <laughs> I'm like, my feelings are And I, I think, <laughs> but that was just like, and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's like, so funny because... Opportunity for me to do such a thing. Yeah, she like a hamburger built nigga. Yeah, pineapple. If you built like, if you built like Grimace and Gucci. If you built like a pineapple, <laughs> you built oh, like a pineapple. Y'all know my if you built like a Chrysler, if you built like a question mark, you can have a heart. Yep. But Grimace and Gucci got a ring to it. <laughs> you built like a question mark. We are also yeah, full of body positivity. Yes, clearly. I don't yeah, because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a small fat nigga. I tell people all the time. I'm so self-conscious about like my stomach and shit. I always want to have a chill. I promise always. you, between my core and my lower back, I'd be like, yo, this is death. Yo, I'd I, be like, get in the gym. Harder, harder. I'm like, all right. I walk around Winnie the Pooh style all day. Because these thighs and this dick just be swinging. But Come this- on, thighs. <laughs> we, we can wrap it up right there. Let me we tell can, you. We can go ahead and wrap this podcast up right there. Because <laughs> thighs and dick was not on the menu. Leela, let the people know where they can find you. Uh, find me on Instagram at uh, demigod.lee. Uh, that's Lee with one E. Find me on Twitter, demigod underscore Lee. Uh, yeah, if you want your head done, you can even hit me up on Booksy, love. But you know, um, it's cool. I'm I'm here. I'm always here. My DMs are always open for those who actually are need 
of any type of mental guidance, uh, spiritual guidance, or anything like that, I do make myself available to always be there to help a person in need when I can, because bitch, I'll be going through shit too. <laughs> but yeah, I'll definitely be there and reach out. Yo, so hit me up. Yes, and I, uh, something a lot of people have been doing to me, I guess people who don't know me on a personal level, I guess this is advice for people to piggyback on Leland's message. Add people to your close friends. Like, people who know of me and they know, like, my thing. Like, I've met them in a restaurant. They'll, they'll ask, like, what do you do outside of this? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, mental health. X, Y, Z. They'll add me to their close friends and they're just like, I need help. Yeah. Someone contact me. Just someone talk to me. My depression has a hold on me. That's a nice way. Like, if you don't. Don't feel so comfortable about doing you. Right. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Like, I got all my close friends and I was just like, yo, baby girl is going through it. Right. Like, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. You can reach out to people and shit like that. Like, I love that, uh. And I always tell people the best way to frame something if y'all trying to be there for someone is how can I be there for you in this moment? Um, I always encourage just be open and honest, but that first has to start with self. So, but as always, until next week, anything you want to say, right? Mm-hmm. My poor baby, sad and comfortable. All right, we about to get high, y'all. Yeah! We can't <laughs> get weed blown in my face. We love y'all, and until next time, thank you so much for the support. Peace out!